What's going on, my fellow agriculturalists? My name is Cannon Brown, and you're listening to the show. Today's episode is Last Month in Livestock. Let's get into it. First up, we've got a real barn burner for you. Researchers at Iowa State University decided to strap VR headsets on some chickens and see what would happen. What do you think the result was? Bet you won't guess. The hens were less stressed and had better resistance to E. coli when they were in a virtual free-range environment. I mean, who would have thought that uh, chickens not being locked in a cage uh, would be beneficial to their uh, mental health? I mean, who thought that chickens have mental health, I guess? But hey, at least we can say we're giving our chickens the virtual version for of free range. I can't wait to see that on the eggs next. These chickens are virtually free range raised. Wow, that's cutting edge. In other news, the Animal Agriculture Alliance is putting out a warning to all agriculturalists. This is you guys. Animal rights groups have been persistent and have recently held conferences where they talked about how to be more effective at convincing people to hate farmers and stop eating animal products. Apparently, the strategy is to make people feel emotional about what they're eating and and the animals that they're eating, and then to kind of influence legislation, get in the government. Uh, I mean, you got to hand it to them. I mean, clearly the best way to diminish the farming industry is, and they've proved this, to alienate consumers and try to influence lawmakers. That's been their bread and butter. Uh, And we should... We should see no surprise that they're that they're pursuing this option. Um, these these associations and these groups have been growing and growing every single year. You know, I mean, it's not a surprise. So, but hey, at least now we can say we're not just feeding people; we're feeding their feelings too, right, guys? That's important too, guys. We got to watch out. They're they're really telling us to watch out for. I mean, for bigger operations, I mean, you got to trust people, you know. I'm not saying that agriculture businesses are doing things wrong, um, but if I'm speaking to the audience that I think I'm speaking to, it's really easy to take some stuff out of context. And, and we just, as agriculturalists, farmers, ranchers, producers, we need to be on our best behavior, not only for the animal's welfare, but just to make sure that we're going to keep this thing going. All right, moving on. Colorado is planning to reintroduce wolves into the state for the first time in about 80 years. Hot topic. They're going to release 30 to 50 wolves over the next five years. That's not too many. Captured from a few different states, and the wolves will be protected as an endangered species. In related news, farmers in Colorado surprisingly not thrilled about it. You know, uh, and we actually have with us a correspondent, a local rancher who has strong feelings about this development. Jimmy, Jimmy, can you hear me? T- Jimmy, tell us why you're opposed to the reintroduction of wolves uh, into your state. Well, those wolves are going to eat my cows and my sheep, my chickens. It's going to be a disaster. Alrighty, thanks Jimmy for your impassioned opinion. Very complex situation happening in Colorado, as you can tell. Hit a dispo, Jimmy, that might help you. Next up, 
McDonald's is suing a bunch of pork producers for allegedly fixing prices and making McDonald's pay more for pork than they should have. You know, large producers fixing prices? That could never happen. That's never happened. McDonald's is seeking a jury trial and damages, including the option to triple the damages awarded. Who wouldn't love being sued by one of the biggest fast food chains in the world? I mean, the biggest, probably. And, uh, I mean, now we can at least look at this and, and say, hey, we have a little bit of a more of a competitive market now. I mean, things may come out of this trial because, I mean, it's major pork producers. Every single pork producer in the country is listed in, in this, um, in this uh, trial. Uh, you know, it, it, maybe some truth will come out of this. Maybe we'll get some good stuff out of this that we haven't been getting. I mean, if this even goes to trial, we'll see. Uh, this one's kind of funny. And a shocking twist. Shocking twist, guys. The CFO of Tyson Foods was arrested for criminal trespassing and public intoxic intoxication after being found asleep in someone else's bed. Now, this is hilarious, guys. This is, like, he is a Tyson, too. I mean, he just got promoted to CFO, went out to go have some drinks, and, you know, one thing leads to another... And he's in someone else's house, you know. I mean, that happens to everybody, right? That's pretty common. I mean, he apologized. Thank the Lord that he apologized. He said he's going to go um, get counseling as well. I mean, he probably needs it. But isn't that funny? I mean, it literally, a, he is a Tyson too. Uh, and he... I mean, really, dude? You're going to get hammered right after getting a CFO position and, and go end up in someone else's bed? Uh, in an unrelated story, the COO of Beyond Meat was arrested earlier this year for biting someone's nose and smashing their vehicle. If the best way to run a successful agricultural company is to have your top executives being arrested we're doing fine we're doing great uh, and at least now we can say that we have some leadership at the top of our industry with a little bit of an edge you know we need that finally the dutch government is planning to buy 3,000 peak polluter farms in order to meet european emission standards they're going to offer the farms more than a hundred percent of their value uh, but they may force them to sell if voluntary measures don't work. This follows a report from 2021 that recommended a 30% reduction in livestock by 2030 to cut emissions. So, yeah, the government is coming in and saying, hey, we're buying these 3,000 uh, peak polluter farms. And when I say peak polluter, uh, put the quotation uh, marks around that. 3,000 peak polluter farms uh, to reduce emissions 30% by 2030. Breaking news, Dutch farmers are a little pissed off. <laughs> I mean, and they've been doing demonstrations. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw, uh, I don't know if you guys saw last year around this time or before this kind of was happening as well or in 2021. And um, they were stopping the roads with their tractors and, I, and they're doing similar demonstrations right now. Um, 
But I, I, I mean, if it goes through, the European uh, Emission Standards Commission can say that they have a more environmentally friendly farming industry. Thank the world for that. Gosh dang. Not like we need food um, or anything. Uh, I'm all for uh, lowering emissions. I'm not saying global warming is, um, is a hoax or anything by any means. But we need some food, don't we? And, uh, I mean, there's quite a bit of farms that are going to get bought. I mean, here in the United States, is development now. So we don't have to worry about the government coming in. We just, uh, it's just major housing development that is offering farmers, rightfully so, a, a huge, uh, a decent sum of money at least. Um, but, yeah, that's all, that, that, that's all the news that I have for you. Uh, that was last month in livestock. I'm doing good, guys. Uh, still here in Connecticut. Oh, we got that under nine minutes. That's great. I love quick news. I'm good here in Connecticut. Uh, it's been raining. We haven't had too many storms. Um, but, uh, you know, I've been good. Um, girlfriend just finished her first semester of law school. She's enjoying it. It's very difficult. She's, you know, I mean, it's, it's difficult. And if there's any... Uh, people in graduate school or have gone through law school or had a partner that uh, has gone through that program, you know, it's, they can be a little bit, uh, how do I say this? Cause I know she's going to listen. <laughs> they can be a little, a little um, on edge. I think that's the best thing that I could say. A little um, mentally drained. That would be a good way to, to pose that as well. But it's been good, you know. It's just been a learning experience for both of us on the East Coast. Uh, but we're enjoying it. So uh, I'll be back again. I'm not done with the interview episodes. Uh, I'm coming back with some more interviews here soon. Uh, and then, I mean, reach out to me if you want to talk on Facebook. Uh, I'm, always, I'm always welcoming fans. Or I shouldn't say fans. God damn, that sounded pretentious. I'm welcoming listeners, I'm welcoming fellow agriculturalists to message me, let's have a conversation. If you're on the East Coast, I'm still looking for ag ag people on the East Coast. Um, hit me up, let's talk. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your month. Have a great holidays. Have a freaking Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, God, that Kanye West is a little wild, isn't he? I do not support him. I will go on the record right now. I have a major, major platform. <laughs> I do not support Mr. West. Yay. Do not support him. Um, but, uh, yeah, happy holidays, everybody. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the people that you're with. Have some love. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>